0: Empower, support, love, that's true beauty. Allowing God to use me to inspire others. She is clothed with strength and dignity. Hey, 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 y'all, did y'all miss us? Cause we show missed you. Look, watch, like, and subscribe to our channel at Sister 1988 as well as follow us on all our social media platforms at Sister 1988 We'll be waiting for you there. Look, today we have an exciting show and a beautiful lady and author, as well as an elder too, Miss Adrian Swing, yes. Miss Elder Adrian Woods. Um, I just want to say thank you. And Black Girl Magic and the <laughs> book is beautiful. Miss Adrian has written a book. I'm gonna let her kind of give you a small introduction and in what the book why she wrote the book and what the book is for. Sure.
1: I wrote the book to be an encouragement to women. Mm-hmm. I have ministered to I've been a minister for over 16 years first mm-hmm. as a youth minister and now I'm over the women's ministry oh, wow. and so I see a lot of women that still carry baggage with them mm-hmm. from their childhood past hurt past trauma that they've never deal, dealt with so it doesn't matter your degrees your education mm-hmm. your titles nothing compares to living a life that's wholesome and healed
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so my
1: prayer was to write something that was practical that could be used as a tool because maybe everybody doesn't have access to counseling. Maybe everybody doesn't have access to other resources, but I wanted them to have something that was practical and tangible that they could work through and utilize to, to deal with those things, those unspoken things. Cause sometimes we don't want to talk about it, mm-hmm. right. but the way the book is written, you, you can read it, go through it, and it's going to force you to have a reflection on yourself to think about, mm, where did I do that? At? Mm-hmm. And then the prayer journal, Um, I'm super excited about that because as I was closing out the introduction, I was like, make sure you take time to journal and to pray as you read through this book to address the revelations that you may have had. And so the prayer journal is actually a 21 day prayer guide. Hmm. It takes 21 days to create a new habit. So it was Mm -hmm. intentionally designed that way. And each day it has seven different components. It opens up with an affirmation scripture about how wonderfully created God created us as Mm -hmm, women. mm -hmm. It has an excerpt from the book and then it has uh, an exhortation about that excerpt, questions for you to work through. It has a closing prayer and it has a validate, every day it has a a, a validation affirmation, I am. Okay. I am valuable. Okay. I am whole. Mm-hmm. I am healed based on the, the stuff that you work through for that day. Mm-hmm. So after 21 days, you're spending time in the word. You're spending time in prayer. You're speaking positive things over your life every day. Mm-hmm. That's a great new habit to create. Yes, it, it is. is. Uh-huh. Yes, I haven't right. got a
0: chance to read it yet, but I'm excited. I mean, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, like, I told, yeah, I've already told I have an aunt. I've already been reading things because she actually knew about the book and never mentioned it to me, my aunt, Mm -hmm. and um, said that my cousin, Adrius, had a friend, the lady that she knew that had wrote a book and she wanted the book. It's a real pretty book. It's purple. And then, (laughs) you know, um, Adrius messaged me and then told me and I have since she doesn't have the book, I've been reading it to her. Mm-hmm. And so far, my chapter is chapter two. I'll, I'll let y'all read the book. But <laughs> my chapter is, is chapter two. Your favorite is chapter two. Yeah, because, <laughs> well, really the whole how you got it labeled out mm-hmm. and what and kind of oxymoron type of thing. You know, like I say, I'll let people read the book. I don't want to give it away. But um, the carrot, the, the, you know, I mm-hmm. like that. You know, I w- that was creativity on your part. And I give you a big kudos for that. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. Y'all I love it. Okay, (laughs) awesome. So please tell us who Adrian Woods is. Adrienne
1: Woods, if I had to give her a one-liner, <laughs> she's a joy-filled woman who loves the Lord and loves his people. Okay. Um, I have a lot of accomplishments in life as far as education, but my greatest one would be being a mother. But let me back up because my husband uh, might not like that. I, <laughs> next week on August 12, I'll actually be married for 33 years. Okay. I'm so, honest. married, Congratulations. Lexus,
0: mother yes. of...
1: Three and I have six grandchildren who I absolutely love and adore. Okay, they keep us young, as mm-hmm. they say. Yeah, and I really like that part about you know being grand. You know, okay. mm-hmm. I get to spoil them up, give them all kind of sugar nice and send them home. home. So yeah, that's, nice. that's, that's super exciting. <laughs> yes, but as she stated earlier, I'm also an ordained elder. Mm-hmm. I've been a minister for 16 years, um, and I just love working in ministry. And in daytime, I'm actually my day job is I'm actually a project
0: manager, so I'm doing a little bit of everything, just I'm busy so and loving okay. life. Yes. That's good. Okay, I'm going to get with you about the project management because of something I have going on. Okay, it's sure. Insight. You've mm-hmm. been doing that a while too? Yes, some of I have. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. So have you always been involved in church? <clears throat> <clears throat> throat> always is a stretch.
1: To be honest, I was brought up in the church. As mm-hmm. one of the elders used to say, he was on drugs from a child because his mother drugged in the church. Well, that's <laughs> I, would. I was drugged in <laughs> church as a child. And I promise you, as soon as I turned eighteen, my whole mindset was like, "Oh, I can't wait I, You can't make me go to church. I ain't going to church. So I'm able to do it." And then I tried to justify it because some of the folks in church, now that I was old enough to go to the club, was hanging out in the club with me. Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. Like, "Oh, see, they can't tell me nothing," you know. i I ain't gotta go you know look at them you know i took the stance that a lot of people take oh church folk are hypocrites because i see them out partying and all this Mm -hmm. other good stuff but then the holy spirit convicted me it was like girlfriend you got to give an account for yourself you know you're accountable for you You. and not what anybody else does so by the grace of god i got my little self back in line back in church and um and haven't missed the beat since you know, it's like the Bible says, train up a child in the way she, they go. should go. Mm-hmm. I tried to go away from the the life in Christ, the, the way that I knew to be the right way. But the Holy Spirit pulled me Brought back in back. and said, not so. so. And yet
0: my grandmother says that, that people don't believe that, but you always go back to what you do. It's hard to leave something once mm-hmm. it's in you and you believe mm-hmm. in it and you know it to be true. So you're right. How long would you say you was out there like that, quote unquote, like that? Yes. Um, well, actually, I, I didn't join
1: church again i visited churches Mm -hmm. because my husband was in the military and so every two to three Mm -hmm. years we were moving moving, we were relocating so by the time you found the church got comfortable in the place (laughs) time to go pack up and move again so when i got here i was like two things i'm gonna do i'm gonna get in church Mm -hmm. get my kids in church Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and buy a house so that was that was my things that i I, simple things that i just Mm -hmm. felt like i had to have i had to do once i found the place to settle so
0: okay yep awesome So the four C's, please explain the four C's and how they relate to a woman. Okay. You've all heard the term
1: before. A diamond is a girl's best friend. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. While I was doing some research Mm -hmm. on a diamond, I'll be what you call it transparent with you. When I was 25th wedding anniversary, I told my husband, I want five carrots. And he was like, five carrots, what? <laughs> a diamond. I had made up in my mind, I said quarter carrot, but each year I've been married to you and had to deal with your stuff. You know. I just had my, it was logical to me. I didn't see any issue with it. Uh-huh. But hence began my research and trying to find diamond. I had no clue anything about a diamond. So that's when I learned a bit about the four C's and how they value a diamond.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So the four C's stands for the cut, the color, the clarity, and the carrot. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at the cut, the cut is the most precise thing that determines a diamond's value Mm -hmm. you and the cutter takes the time to make sure it's precisionally done so that the best shape of that diamond you can see the best clarity of it It gives it the best sparkle it gives it the best shine Mm -hmm. so when you look at our cut there are things that women that we go through in life that will cut us Mm
0: -hmm. that will hurt
1: us that will bring us to a point that we just don't know what are we going to do next how do i move on from Mm -hmm. this even those things that we had happened to us in childhood how do i handle this you know because A lot of times we carried it into adulthood without Mm -hmm. even knowing that we do but that cut things happen to us that God allows to happen to us in, mm. in life mm-hmm. if we understand and accept the fact that he's our master crafter right? Great. just like that master crafter of that diamond mm-hmm. is going to cut it to make sure the best comes out of it mm-hmm. what he allows to happen in our life is only so that the best can come out of us mm. Yes. when we release it and give it back to him and actually heal from it we can minister to others we right. can tell others you may be there now but it won't kill you it's not meant to take you out right. been there done that and you can help to pull someone else alone Mm -hmm. so when you look at the color the color of a diamond is determined by the region in which it's mined no matter where we are regionally Mm -hmm. colorly the the state we grow up in the country we grew up in what our background is there are things that similarly only a woman can have Mm
0: -hmm. that only a woman
1: can do It doesn't you can be Indian woman and still experience trauma from your childhood, Mm -hmm. African-American woman still experience. So we're still bound together by those things Mm -hmm. from from us that we experience only as a woman can. When you look at clarity, you begin to bring into fruition understanding. That what you went through, it, it God meant it for your good. And the Bible says when man looks on the outside, God looks on the inside. A lot of times we see a diamond, we think it's big. Oh, that's a nice diamond. But it doesn't mean that it has the highest value. Right. It takes a diamond expert to look through mm-hmm. life and to look into the soul of the diamond to see what's in that mm-hmm. diamond, to see if there are any imperfections, any inclusions, all those different things. All those different things that are within us is what makes us great. Right. All of right. our imperfections. We think we have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. We have to meet this guideline. We have to meet that. <laughs> and love to know, social media, oh, everything wow. that's before you. Yes. You know, you have so many people that live in the great lie. Oh, you know, I can be who I want. <laughs> So they say <laughs> <All> right <laughs> I can be I can be as great as I want to be. And so and so a lot of times we trying to measure up to something that's false. Right? right. But if we stop and look within us, God has already made us great. He's right. already made us beautiful. He's already yes. made us perfect. Within us we have the ability to be the best us version of us that we can be. Mm-hmm. I don't have to measure up to anybody, anybody. else, yes. but who God created me to be. Yes. So that's when you get to the carrot, the following one. It's absolute. There's nothing that God has done for you, done in you, done through you, allowed to happen in your life that doesn't have purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's no doubt about it. It's the only thing that's extremely absolute. There's no you can't, It's one carrot, two carrot, whatever the measure is, whatever God has given to us, to each of us is given a measure. Mm-hmm. To each of us is given a purpose. To each of us is given a life. To each of us is given love. Whatever mm-hmm. God has given to us is absolute. So it's unique to you.
0: Mm-hmm. right I was, amen <laughs> <laughs> I I look at us and I read oh <laughs> it I, I, that. yes. 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 I, I feel bad yes yes, yes. I am down in the book yes the book y'all the book you gotta get the book y'all I'm finna laugh when I'm finna say this but <laughs> go <on>. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> look I can't I can't stop laughing now <laughs> <laughs> who is Vashti <laughs> <Lord, I mean. laughs> and why did you pick her to discuss in your book <laughs> who is who I ain't saying that again I don't know if everybody heard what you said though honestly huh? go ahead and say it again you got it Vashti okay. there we go <laughs> She can tell us how to properly
1: pronounce it. It's Bashti. Bashti. you got it. Queen Bashti's story. Bashti's story is told in the book of Esther. Esther. And a lot of people don't know her story. Mm -hmm. She's she's generally overlooked because everybody reads the book of Esther Esther. to Mm -hmm. find out Esther's story. Uh To find out why she was the one who went before the king to save all his people. But Bashti was the queen who was dethroned in order to make room for Esther to become queen okay Mm -hmm. and so um her story is so powerful to me every time I read the book of Esther I kept going back to Vashti Mm -hmm. I was like whatever happened to Vashti Mm -hmm. you know um and essentially the king decided to tell they were having a party basically there's wine all the good liquor everything you want house party Mm -hmm. going down (laughs) the king was having his
0: party the the king Mm
1: was king who king Jerez.
0: Xerxes. Okay. I say Xerxes, but Xerxes. Yeah, that's okay. It's it's okay. he was having. Just his so party. people know who the king is. That's yes. who this king is. That's who that one is. <laughs> he was having his party. Okay. Vashti was
1: having hers. About the seventh day of the party, he well, this is the seventh day of the second party. But he <laughs> he get he's tipsy. He's loaded. He's full. Well, you know how mm-hmm. you get with your boys. And he sends his servants to command Vashti to come wearing her crown. And If you think about it. That command right there ended her queen queenship okay. regardless. Because had she honored his requests, mm-hmm. went in before her his boys, all drunken, wearing her crown so they could see all her beauty, yeah. you know, it'd have been like she'd have been at the strip party, mm-hmm. she'd have been a guest of honor.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she would
1: have never been respected again mm-hmm. as a queen in, right. in the capacity of queenship. Right. Mm-hmm. So she told him no, basically. <laughs> and by her saying no. She was labeled as disobedient, defiant, disrespectful, Mm -hmm. anything you can name in a disc. That's what they gave to Vashti. Mm. But she left with her dignity.
0: Mm-hmm. She, was she respecting re- herself. She
1: mm-hmm. respected herself enough to say, "I have the right to say no."
0: Right. And yeah.
1: a lot of times, as women, we don't understand. We can say no. Right. Yes. Yeah. Just because the Bible says we can do all things through Christ, Christ who strengthens, strengthens us, me. that don't yeah. mean we have to do everything. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have to say, say no. no. Yeah. And, and especially when it means that our dignity, our self-respect there doesn't have to be something you're just not going to tolerate. Yeah. You right. have to be. Or self- do. Or do. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know to say, mm, "I have enough self-respect for myself." Yes, it right. just ain't they just happening no. like that. It ain't going down like that. And that's what Bashley did. She said no.
0: So would you awesome. agree that that's one of the first women documented that took a stance against her husband? Because at that time you did what your husband told you. You did. It was on her, that was the nature of, of society and at where that they time. were at the time.
1: Mm-hmm. It was unheard of for you to tell a, your husband, husband no lie. Much like, less the king, because his word was the, his it's, command. Yeah, it was, 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 was ultimate. So much less the king. So just think about how big that was. So all of his servants, all of his boys, all of his homies at the party was like, she gotta go
0: <laughs> she she ain't yeah, so, because she yeah. can't it. But not yes.
1: just that she wasn't complying. It, it's in the Bible. It says because if you let her get away with this, every everybody in the kingdom gonna feel like she, she can, can say, say no. That.
0: I can mm-hmm. say no. Mm-hmm. Too. So no, mm-hmm. we we ain't having it in our house. So your wife gotta go. Yeah. So the thing, the main thing is that party lasted 187 yes. days. Mm-hmm. They was going think back. about that. Wow. Now, you, your husband having a party for 187 days, you want me to come for what? Y'all need to go to bed and go home. <laughs> go home, right? <laughs> right? right? But I think she would be one. Of, it's so many women. It's uh, My aunt was actually telling me today it's another book um, that you can buy, and it tells you about all the women in the Bible. Mm-hmm. But she is documented as the first woman to defy her husband. And it, think about it as of today. We don't have problems there, no though, now. Right. But he ain't got to be a husband. Well, some of us don't. But there, is still, there, there are still places right.
1: in society where you're taught you obey your husband. Right, no, no matter what. he says yeah. for you to do. Yeah. And so because of those things that have been instilled in you from a childhood, you find it hard to break away from it now. Right. There are people that are stuck in domestic violence situations oh that whatever he does, yeah. he the man, he, the, he has the right to do. Their self-esteem has been broken. Their, their hearts have been broken. Their mm-hmm. souls are, are damaged. And so how do I find the strength to say no? How do I find the strength to defy him? Read the book. You, you, oh, God didn't create you. When He created, um, no, chapter one, the woman. Chapter two, the woman. Uh, when He created man and woman, He told them. To be fruitful and multiply, He mm-hmm. created them and He gave instructions to them. He didn't say, "Man, uh, you you got it all going on; it's only on you to be able to right. do it." Right. Now, don't get don't get it twisted. I ain't gonna be married for thirty three years, and I understand the role of a husband mm-hmm. and as in his headship and being able to give him that respect. But he also understands my role as woman and as wife, mm-hmm. and gives me the honor and respect due. So that makes it easy, easy. for me to honor right. him. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, it Ooh, that is. was a mm-hmm. mouthful right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get the yes. book. Y'all get yes. this book. <laughs> so what advice would you give to someone with a broken heart or trauma? The first thing I would tell them is that
1: it's okay not to be okay. okay. Most of the time when we hurt, when we have trauma or have experienced trauma, we've learned to suppress it, to think that our feelings are not valid, mm-hmm. that because Nobody, sometimes you've had trauma, you've experienced trauma, you cry it out and they tell you to be quiet. They told you, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you just tripping. No, he wouldn't have did that to you. Oh, you saw it the wrong way. You mm-hmm. know, most of the, it's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay to stay that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You have to know that you are worth fighting for, mm-hmm. that you as a person, you as an individual, you as a human being, it's okay to be selfish, to fight for yourself. Mm-hmm. to say, you know what? I'm better than this. You know, whatever it takes, I'm going to do what it takes to fight for me. And sometimes it means making some tough decisions. It means making the hard choices, but it's okay not to be okay. Give up the lie. Give up, break down those walls mm-hmm. that we have built because every time something happens, you know, there's acute a um, trauma where something happens one time. There's compounded trauma where you've experienced, experienced multiple things. And mm. then there's complex where there's all kinds of things mm. that are going on. So mm-hmm. there's different levels to trauma. But most of the time, even after the first experience, the things that we put in place to safeguard mm-hmm. ourselves causes us to be hurt again. We can't value ourselves within a relationship because it's based on your past hurt. The last time mm-hmm. I let go, the last time I tried to love somebody, they hurt me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be in this relationship, but I'm not going to fully commit to this relationship. And you lost a good thing, man mm-hmm. or woman. Mm-hmm. Both right. of right. I'm You've yeah. lost a yeah. good thing own. because you couldn't accept the fact that somebody really loved you for who you are. Mm. So it's okay to not be okay, but just don't stay that way. Do what you have to do to heal so that your relationships can work, so that your children, a lot of times you're raising children and, and passing those things on right, to yes. them. You know, exactly. Don't you ever let nobody do this? Don't you yeah. ever let nobody yeah. do this? Yeah. Yeah. Don't even understand why. So generational hurt. That's we're it. passing it on from generation to right. generation. I do a lot of work with homeless women. And this one lady, I was actually at the store buying some purses because I take the purses, fill them with toiletries and give them to the homeless women. Mm-hmm. And it's Aww. amazing the stories that they have to tell. But this one lady, she was like, Oh, you're getting a lot of purses. And when I told her what they were for, she said, But where do you pass them out at? She said, Because my daughter is homeless. And mm-hmm. so I told her where we pass them out at. And she was like, Oh, no, she's not in that area. She's usually hanging out over in this area. She said, But my granddaughter, hangs out over there. Oh wow. And oh wow. And so she said she was homeless, but they found her a place in a mm-hmm. senior facility mm-hmm. that she couldn't allow them to come and live with mm-hmm. her. So you're looking at generational right, all three. Homeless like, wow. wow. A mother a daughter, yeah, and a granddaughter. granddaughter. And so mm. that's why it's okay to be okay, but just don't stay that way because yes. there are people coming after you, yeah, you your daughters, your them. granddaughters. Yeah. If you don't break the cycle, yeah. inadvertently, you're showing them how to be homeless. Yeah. You're showing yeah. them how to be broken. You're showing them how to be hurt. And nobody's hurt them, but it's your hurt that you're passing on to
0: right. right. So what steps would you give a woman to begin her healing process?
1: The first thing I would tell her is to forgive. I found that a lot of times we hold ourselves, we fault ourselves. It's my fault that this happened to me. It's my fault that I'm in this position. Forgive yourself. Not only forgive yourself, forgive, the person who you're mad with, the person who offended you, mm-hmm. genuine forgiveness. A mm-hmm. lot of times, I know me and my dad had a volatile relationship, and when I accepted to my calling into ministry, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna forgive him because I'm not gonna let him send me to hell." And this is <laughs> that was not forgiveness, right? Right. You know, genuine, genuine forgiveness. Idea. You're able to forgive and release yes, that straight, hurt, yeah. and begin be, not only release but to love. Our unforgiveness stops us from being able to love, Mm -hmm. stops us from being able to genuinely give of ourselves, Mm -hmm. be the best person that we can be. So that's the first thing I would tell her to do, forgive and then Mm -hmm. get the help that you need. Go to counseling. Seek out some counseling. Seek out someone that will help you to get to that place. Once you release yourself, then reach out and to get to that point. Whatever it takes, whatever step is necessary. If I have to go to the counselor's office every week and sit on, I'm gonna <laughs> do what I have to do to yeah. get to my healed place. Yeah, so healing. just fight for you. Yeah. yeah.
0: Man, awesome. So do you encourage counseling? I'm hearing that You encourage counseling. Oh, yes. Counseling. You know, in our community, we
1: think it's taboo. Mm-hmm. And then we have those, you know, we, we say, oh, they just special. You know, oh, they different. <laughs> you know, And but the worst one that I hear is that, like, oh, they that's just how they are. Mean, honorary, hateful, deceitful lying, doing all these things because you hurt, you know, just squirt, reach out to everybody and just in a nasty mood and a nasty attitude all the time. Oh, that's just how it is. No, get yourself on somebody's couch and right. get you some help. There's nothing wrong with that. I am not. Very much for counseling. We all need it. We do. We need to be able mm-hmm. to decompress. We need to be able to release that stuff that we've been holding on to in a judgment-free place. Right. Yes. And so a lot of times you're scared to tell it to somebody at church because then you told it at church and some, you feel like everybody knows your business now. Uh-huh. Or The pastor preached a sermon something that the Holy Spirit gave him and you in fear. Oh, who told, told him? him you know, somebody <laughs> told him. I'm not just what the Holy message. Spirit gave me in my message. Baby, I don't know you know your business. I'm just saying what the Lord said. But find a place that you're safe and
0: giving you release. Don't hold on. Yes, go for counseling.
1: Yeah. I'm all for it.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So, until next time, there's strength in sisterhood and supporting sisterhood. Bye. Bye.